I hope that you are following, or at least aware of, the Lenten series that St. Paul's is engaging with this season, provided by the Society of St. John the Evangelist. It's called Meeting Jesus in the Gospel of John. We've been sharing their videos on our church Facebook page and our Instagram, and we are accepting their invitation of deepening our relationship with Jesus and God in our adult forums through Lent. In this series, each week, the brothers present us with conversations centered around a different theme. This week, the theme is Word Became Flesh. On Monday, Brother Jeffrey Tristan of the Society shared the following reflection with us. In Jesus, God took on the totality of our humanity, which means that he was just like us in every way. He has the same emotions that we have. He knew pain, he knew anger, he knew anxiety, and he knew human affection as we do. This humanness of God in Jesus is challenging for us to comprehend. We often avoid our own humanness as well as the humanness of others, let alone the human nature of God in Jesus. This morning in our gospel, we learn how Jesus, Christ incarnate, squarely faces his own humanity. Jesus began to teach his disciples that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly. Jesus, for him being both divine and human, it didn't make being the, hu the human part any easier. Being human requires pain and suffering just as much as it involves love and joy. Through Jesus, we learn that both the positive and the negative aspects of our humanness are witnessed by God. Yet this can be a hard thing for us to remember. Richard Rohr, a Franciscan friar and Catholic theologian, tells us the Christian religion was the only one that believed God became a human body, and yet we have such deficient and frankly negative attitudes towards embodiment. Jesus was at the same time fully divine and fully human, embodied and incarnate, yet we often lift up Jesus' divinity and set aside his humanity. We let our own biases towards what it means to be human get in the way of our understanding as God as incarnate. When we are in the midst of pain and separation that seems to be necessarily part of humanness, it is easy for us to feel distant from God. This distance is tied to the age-old question, why does God let bad things happen to good people? When the bad things happen, we wonder, where is God in all of this? We fixate on the negative because the pain and separation is difficult to explain and reconcile with our notions of the nature of God. This week I asked my Facebook community the following questions. What do you think is the hardest part of being human? 
And what do you think is the best part of being human? On the first question, addressing the negative aspects of humanity, 49 people responded with mostly unique answers about how it is hard to be human. And on the second question, far fewer, 22 respondents, shared their perspective on the positive aspects of humanity, eight of which were answers involving love. When I later asked, how do you see God's image mirrored in your own life? All of the two responses claimed things that we would conventionally consider good and beautiful. Now, I know that this is by no means a scientific survey, but I do think it gives us a glimpse into the human consciousness. We fixate on the negative, understand the good, but sometimes have difficulty connecting these things to God. It is our task to hold the tension between the good and the difficult and seek to understand that God is present with us in both. What does this tension, this mystery, this incarnational reality have to offer us? What does the life of Jesus, Christ incarnate, human and divine, have to offer humanity? What might we take and learn and emulate? Jesus in our gospel this morning tells us, if any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. We are here this morning because we want to be followers of Jesus. We come back every Sunday because taking up the cross, denying ourselves, losing the life we know, these are not things that humans pick up on easily. The divine and human Jesus is our example of how to do this difficult and holy work. God became human so that we might learn how to better reflect the image of God. Or in the words of one of our Christian forefathers, Athanasius, the word was made flesh in order that we might be made gods. The word became incarnate in the person Jesus Christ so that individuals who are used to being cast aside, people of color, queer people, young and old people, women, the chronically ill, victims of sexual assault and gun violence, that all of these people might come to know that they have an advocate in God. The word became incarnate in the person Jesus Christ so that those in positions of authority, in authority might come to know that their treasure is in heaven and that they might rend their hearts and let loose their hold on earthly power which corrupts. The word became incarnate in the person Jesus Christ so that we who are gripped by sorrow, fear, uncertainty, and hatred might be set free through a loving, liberating, and life-giving relationship with God, each other, and all of creation. God was embodied in human form, and thus God knows what it is like to feel pain, anger, corruption, sadness, suffering, and helplessness. 
Yet God calls us to look toward divine rather than human things. God in Jesus invites us to lose the life we have, a life tied to our own pain, anger, corruption, sadness, fear, suffering, helplessness. This new life will not be free of hardship, but our relationship with suffering will be changed. When we accept this new life, we will live as an Easter people. We are in the season of Lent and so are invited to confront our humanness quite openly, to rend our hearts, to deny ourselves, to take up our cross, to lose the lives we know, to follow Jesus as an example. As we reach the end of this season, we will hear the story of the person Jesus undergoing great suffering and dying. God was with him in this pain just as God is with us when we suffer. Then, in Easter, the resurrection of Christ's body reminds us that we have new life in God. Jesus, image of the invisible God, by your words and example, and by your life, your divine life abiding in me, teach me to see and know the love of God, whose light and life you came to reveal. Amen.